0: Episode 2510 and the 12th anniversary of the No BS Job Search Advice Radio. I'm your host, Jeff Alvin, The Big Game Hunter. And welcome to the number one podcast on Apple podcast for job search. No show has created this many episodes in the job search space. And I'm not aware of another show that's been on for as long as this one has been. Thank you for joining me. I normally don't release on a Sunday, but this is the actual anniversary day. November 20th, 2010 was the first episode of the show where you know, I called in on blog talk radio and the audio quality was terrible. The content was good, but the audio was awful. And here we are all these years later and all these episodes later. It's a much better show. I'll also tell you that, you know, job search is really only one part of what I do now. When I started the show, I did recruiting. Now, I provide no BS career advice where I help people over the life cycle of a career be much more effective with their search, with their career, with hiring better, managing and leading better, dealing with workplace issues, and much, much more. So, if you're interested in contacting me for coaching, or want to find out more information, visit my website, TheBigGameHunter.us. You can schedule time for a free introductory call with me if you want to evaluate me to coach you. You can also go right into paid coaching because I know I can help most of you. Now, today's show is the anniversary. And this is part two of a series I've done about the top the top 10 lessons from 25 episodes of No BS Job Search Advice Radio. Hope you find the show helpful. I hope you give it a great review wherever you listen to it. And it wasn't available for viewing back then, but now it is. So, wherever you listen to it or watch it, I hope you give it a great review. And we'll be back in just one moment. This is lesson six of this series. And what it is is the answer to the question, who knows about you? Is it only a few people at your company? Or are you known to a larger population? How are you known to that larger population? Uh, Most of you aren't. You know, I've spent a lot of time marketing and promoting myself and I have a huge following online and I've coached many people globally and most of you are a well-kept secret. What can you do? You have to think of your career like it's a business and, you know, it has to be independent of your company. Now, don't get me wrong. I want you to do great work. And I want you to promote yourself within your firm. But I also want you to become known outside of the firm. I want you to sustain your network outside of your firm because people leave, right? And in staying in contact with them, in maintaining those relationships, it helps you find work during good times. It helps you find work during bad times. So don't be a well-kept secret. Write. Appear on podcasts. Stay connected with people. Comment on people's posts on LinkedIn. Don't be nasty. Don't be snarky. You may think you're funny, but most of the time, almost all the time, you aren't. Be complimentary of people online. They'll remember the the good stuff that you've said about them. And thus, if you reach out to them in the future, you have an opportunity or the possibility, I should say, of receiving help from them. So, Get yourself better known, volunteer with organizations, and be able to, shall we say, train on that relationship that comes out of volunteering and meet other people. There's lots that you can get from this, but the idea is get yourself better known than you probably are. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Shopify. from the show, and that is job descriptions are 80% accurate. Really? I've got a job description that isn't accurate? That's correct. Let me explain how that happens. When someone gives notice, here's what happens it's Friday afternoon, someone walks into their manager's office and says, Do you got a minute? And the manager immediately knows that this person's giving notice. Maybe they try and persuade them to stay. Maybe they go. And let's assume that they're about to leave or they've actually kept with the idea of giving notice. Manager now calls over to HR, speaks to their rep and says, you got that job description we used to hire Jeff? Well, he just gave notice. So maybe what you can do is get it up on the website before the weekend, post it on a couple of job boards, Share it on LinkedIn, get it to our recruiting resources and work your magic and see what who you can get onto my calendar for Tuesday. Notice what hasn't happened. It hasn't been updated. And thus the, they figure out the specifics of what they really want through trial and error. And that doesn't help you because if you think about it, you're aiming at the wrong target. One HR person I interviewed said to me, If we're lucky, it's 80% accurate. What does that tell you about when you interview when you're looking at job descriptions? Not the best. So, my encouragement to you is when you start every interview, you want them to be clear with you what you're looking for. And thus, you start off every interview by saying, hey, thanks so much for making time to meet with me. I really appreciate it. You know, I recall the position description, but I want to get your take on the role. Could you tell me about the job as you see it and what I can do to help so that this way you have the current thinking about the job so you can talk about what you've done that matters to them and not just, and not just talk about what you've done? With supply chains becoming more complex, you need to stay on top of the latest logistics developments. So if you work with logistics, you need the Beyond the Box podcast from Maersk. It's the easy way to keep up to date with everything from digital disruption and logistics to the need for supply chain resilience in today's market. Find out more and keep ahead of the game with the Beyond the Box podcast on Logistics Insights at Maersk.com insights. Most people think that companies start negotiating salary, negotiating the offer once it's been issued. That's not right. In fact, from the first time they ask you questions about what you're looking for, or if you're in a part of the United States or in the world where they can legally ask you what your current salary is and how much you're looking for, that's when they've become negotiators. And you're basically giving them data. Now, if you don't duck, if you don't deflect and defer that answer, Anything you say may be too high or too low. I want to remind you the way to respond to a question about how much you're looking for is to say something along the lines of, you know, I don't really have enough information to answer the question. You know, I've seen a job description. We're about five minutes into our conversation. And, you know, I haven't met my manager, don't have a realistic idea of what the expectations are like, what the team is like, what my role and responsibilities will be other than what I've read online. So, could we circle back to that question later on, so that this way, you know, I don't wind up quoting a price that isn't really fair for me, or right for you, you know, at this time. But once I have more information, could we circle back to that later? Now, if they say, I really need a number, you respond by saying, you know, I'll give you a number. But, you know, after the conversation, maybe I'll be a little bit more flexible. Maybe you'll need to be more flexible. And by the way, what's the salary range for the position? Notice what we're doing is getting them to commit the number and you avoid the number. So defer and deflect wherever you can because they're negotiating at a time where you don't have information to make a solid decision about what your value is for this position. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices particularly at interviews. When you think about it, when people go on an interview, the first time the words ever come out of their mouth are at the interview and they flub the first few and then wonder why it is they don't get offers. Let me compare it with professional. Athletes, entertainers, they practice and rehearse, right? But you're winging it on the interview and it shows. I want to remind you that practice may not make perfect, but it's going to improve your performance and you're going to make your mistakes away from the interview where they can cause you to be rejected for a job that you're qualified for, but you didn't deliver at the time of the interview. It is so important to practice and rehearse and to make your mistakes elsewhere. And You can hire someone like me or someone else who you trust to do interview coaching with you to help teach you a framework for interviewing, in my case, and do mock interviews with you so you perform at a high level. When all is said and done, being an amateur and not practicing and going to these interviews and making mistakes there and learning through trial and error is not smart. What you want to be doing is investing the time outside of the interview to make your mistakes there so that this way, you wind up getting a job you really want and don't blow it. Lesson number 10. Just because you found a job, you received an offer you found acceptable, you started, it doesn't mean you should bring your search to an end for a little while. I want to remind you of something. And that is managers have withheld information from you that may cause you to say, Oh, my God, I made the wrong decision. Why do I say that? Well, You wore on good behavior and presented yourself well to get this job. And maybe, shall we say, finesse the truth a little bit. On their side, the hiring manager, they've probably done the same thing. After all, how many times have you ever heard of a hiring manager say to a person that they're interviewing, you know, I've taken over a problem and my predecessor got fired and so did hers. I've inherited a team of imbeciles. We've had enormous turnover. I need to hire someone to save my butt. No one says that, do they? They never talk about what happened to the last four people who did this job or sat at the same desk that you are going to be sitting at. So keep in contact and continue to interview for another month or so in order to ensure that you haven't made a mistake. In addition, this is a this idea of your networking has to be a lifelong process. It doesn't mean you have to call people every week. You can drop them a quick text, email, or give them a quick call, and just stay in contact with them. Hey, I landed here. Always tell people who helped you that you've landed, so that. They can feel the appreciation from you uh, for their part, even though they may not have been the one who introduced you to this. But it brings to a conclusion your search and gives you a chance to say thank you for any psychic energy or any effort they put into this. When all is said and done, you've invested a lot of time and effort in your LinkedIn profile, in your resume, in your network, and a whole bunch of other things. Don't let it go to seed. Don't lose your relationships that you've worked so hard to get because you got immersed in your work. After all, you are the CEO of your enterprise. After all, mine is called, let's say, the Altman organization. And my wife, my son, if we had pets, they're all shareholders. And I'm the CEO. I involve the shareholders in my decisions, and I look out for our interests above all others. Your employer has done a great job of persuading you that they're going to look out for yours, but that isn't true. And the proof of that is how every time a firm gets in financial trouble, they start laying off people, most of whom are very good. So, keep in touch with your network. Update your resume and LinkedIn profile every few months. After all, the person who gets ahead isn't always the smartest or the hardest, although those are great qualities to have. People get ahead by being alert to opportunity. Sometimes those are internal to the organization that they're with. Most of the time, they're external. Don't let opportunity arrive and not be prepared for it. Don't let your network go to seed so that people don't think about you, to present you with opportunities for you to say yes or no to. Again, here we are 12 years in, we're still going strong. And you can be doing that too. Do the kind of things that allow people to stay connected with you and help them when they need your help, like you asked them to help you. So that's today's show. I hope you found it helpful. And if you're, if you did, here are a few ways you can get even more from me. First of all, visit my website, the Go to the blog. There's more than 12,000 posts that you can search about one aspect of your career or another. There's a lot there that can help you. In addition, Tuesdays and Fridays, not this week because I'm on vacation this week for Thanksgiving. But beginning next week, I'm back and I do a live stream on Tuesdays and Fridays at 1pm Eastern on LinkedIn and YouTube called Career Coach Office Hours. I take questions live from an audience. If you can't attend, message me through LinkedIn with your question. I'd be very happy to bring it into the queue and answer. Also, at the website, you can find out about my books and guides and video courses, the courses you can rent or buy. There's just a lot of great information that'll help you. In addition, in addition, connect with me on LinkedIn at LinkedIn.com forward slash IN forward slash the big game hunter. Mention that you saw the show. Mention that you listen to it. I like knowing I'm helping some folks. And once we're connected, I know your network is going to be a lot bigger than it was before. I also want to say thank you. If you've listened to this or watched this show at any point in the last 12 years, you're part of the reason I've been able to sustain doing it for so long. It's a labor of love that I give away. So, I hope you found it helpful. I hope you join me for other shows. Subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts on Spotify. You can watch it. So, again, thank you, and I hope you have a terrific day, and most importantly, be great.